Hey everybody, it's Jess Casey, your host of the Weekends Are For Weddings podcast. Welcome back to episode nine. I did not end up recording this in tandem with episode eight because it ended up being like 1 a.m. I was exhausted by the time I ended that um, episode eight recording and I was exhausted and my to-do list has been never ending since then. So we are at... What day are we at? We are at Tuesday, August 23rd. So this is going to be uh, released in a few days. And I have a crazy story about what happened this past weekend. But today, this ep- well, this episode is going to be recorded a little bit shorter than some of the other ones I've been recording, simply because, again, it's 11 o'clock at night and I just still have a million things to do. And I am going to be leaving this week on Thursday for my bachelorette. Um, I keep calling it my bachelorette week, even though it's not, it's like an extended weekend, but I'm going to be gone out of office, not working for a full week. I am not bringing my laptop on this trip to Las Vegas, which is huge for me because any trip I ever take, for example, when I had some downtime at this wedding uh, this past weekend for Michelle and Gabby, they are married um, before I got started on their wedding day, which I'm going to get into that in a minute. Um, I was working on another, another wedding. So if there is time, I am working, but this is a very exciting time for me. My wedding is officially one month away as of tomorrow, the 24th, and I am going to unplug, I think, for the first time in my business, which is huge and something I think I want to talk about on this um, podcast at another point in time because being a business owner, it's, it's like you never unplug. You never honestly unplug. Like somebody's always needing you for something. You're always finding something you can work on. You know, for example, my maternity leave, I spent that like entire time working on my website. So I am not bringing my laptop and it's making me anxious, but I'm hoping I can kind of push through and just truly be present with my friends who have put so much time, so much energy and so much dedication into planning this for me. So I'm unplugging, but I'm going to record a shorter than normal episode and I am excited. So let's get into it, shall we? So to make this episode a little bit shorter, I'm going to go over some wedding nightmares. So I actually got this idea from one of my brides coming up. Her name's Kaylee. Shout out Kaylee. Uh, She is getting married the weekend before my wedding, um, which some people might say I'm absolutely batshit crazy for taking on a wedding the week before mine. But, you know, I love Kaylee. I fell in love with their love story and if you know me, I'm a workaholic and in true fashion, I am scheduling in photo shoot, uh, photographing weddings the week before my wedding, which is fine. I'm excited. It's going to be so good. But Kaylee and I have been chatting so much leading up to her wedding. She is a doll. I absolutely adore her. And she and I actually had a phone call, um, regarding her wedding. And she's like, you know, you should do an episode by the way on like wedding nightmares that people have. Cause I have had some crazy dreams and it got me thinking like, yeah, I literally have started having dreams myself. It was actually like shortly, I want to say actually like a few days after she and I had that call where she suggested this, um, that I started having crazy wedding dreams and it's, I have crazy dreams about everything. Normally as a photographer, 
who photographs weddings. I generally, when I'm stressed or I have a wedding coming up, especially at the beginning of a new season when I haven't had a wedding in a while, I have bad dreams like I forget my equipment or, um, oh my gosh, I only have one battery for the whole day or I only have one memory card. So I thought that this would be a fun little episode while I'm away. I actually ran another poll on my um, Instagram for Coral Compass since that's where I have my following right now. And I ended up getting a lot of submissions and some of these I can completely relate to and other ones it's just so funny to me. So I'm going to go over some wedding stories but I just want to kind of go over the shitstorm that happened to me this past weekend. So you've heard it on the podcast before. I would have to be dead and dying in order to not show up to a wedding, right? So this past weekend, my friends who are, I literally only met because they're getting married and they hired me as a photographer, but they are my friends, Michelle and Gabby. They got married this past weekend and what an amazing weekend. First of all, shout out to them. Michelle said she listens to this. So Michelle, if you are listening, your wedding, I am literally not kidding you, was top notch. I love it. The little details, the thought, how laid back, and coordinate. Oh, it was just gorgeous. So Michelle and Gabby got married this past weekend and they hired me on to photograph their rehearsal dinner, which was amazing. 10 out of 10. And since I was already in town, I'm, I was about an hour away from their venue. Since I was already in town going to be photographing their rehearsal, they had offered a room in their Um, I guess we're just going to call it an Airbnb. Their Airbnb where some of their other friends and family were staying. Since I was already in town, they were like, do you want a room? And I said, that's probably the best option. So I photographed their rehearsal dinner on Friday, went back to um, my room at their Airbnb um, where some of their other people were staying and got a good night's rest, woke up the next morning. I had a few hours before I even had to go check in with Michelle and Gabby and get started for the day. And I was having a nice relaxing morning. I had my Dunkin' Donuts. I brought my laptop and my card readers and all that. And I was calling another wedding. I spent the morning working um, before I got started on their wedding day, photographing it. And 15 minutes before my departure, I got myself dressed. I got my hair done. I got everything done. I called my husband, checked in with him and the kids. And it was like, okay, I'm going to get ready to go. I will, you know, text you when I eat dinner or I'll let you know when I'm on my way home. So 15 minutes before I'm supposed to leave. I am going to pack up some of the things in my car and I have two suitcases, one that has all of my gear in it. And then the one that I brought that has just my clothes in it for the, for the overnight stay. Um, I had my cooler slung over my shoulder, which I use to house my drinks and snacks if I get to eat them on a wedding day. And I step off the porch onto, so you step on the porch out the door and there's one little drop onto a granite slab and then you, it's a, another little dip onto the main ground. And at that point I had walked in and off of that porch several times, but for some reason, I think it was my equilibrium was off because I was holding a heavy cooler and trying to stroll my, um, what do you call that thing? Suitcase out the door. I went to go take a step onto the granite slab, which I don't know what happened, but I misstepped and I, I, I was, I just, I was, my step was off and my ankle rolled and all you hear is this loud, massively loud audible pop. And I went down like a bag of bricks. I was, and so (laughs) I walk out the door and if you look where all the cars are parked right next to the, right next to the Airbnb, there's also big windows in like the kitchen dining room area where like a lot of Michelle and Gabby's uh, family were sitting at the time. 
I thought for sure they saw me, but they didn't see me go down. So all my stuff is like like thrown everywhere. And I start crying very quietly because I didn't want anyone to hear me because I was so embarrassed. So my leg, I, I thought for sure my ankle was immediately broken. The pain that was in my ankle at that moment, I was like, oh my God, I am in trouble please help me. And I'm so I'm trying not to like cry audibly. And then I just sit there for like a good solid minute or two contemplating my life. Like, are, this did not just happen to me. This did not just happen to me. So I try to get up and putting weight on it was like unbearable. So I'm like thinking to myself, okay, I need to act natural because I'm going to walk this stuff to my car because I still have to leave in 15 minutes and they're going to see me because I know that they're all sitting right there. So I'm trying to like casually limped my car. I put my stuff in. I casually limped past the kitchen on the way back to go back inside. And I think it was Michelle's dad who comes around the corner and goes, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm solid. I just rolled my ankle, but I just need to sit with an ice pack for a minute. I'm chill. And he goes, okay, are you sure you don't need help? And I was like, no, no, I'm good. So I closed the door to my room and I sit on the bed and I start like silently sobbing again because I'm like, oh my God, I am literally in so much pain. So I pack in my, in my um, gear suitcase, I pack these, um, like it's, you can get these for sports, like you crush the ice pack and it automatically, it like turns cold. So I have some of those in my gear bag. And so I throw one on. I don't have any ACE wraps. I don't have hardly anything. I only have enough ibuprofen because Michelle and Gabby gave me a welcome bag for staying the night and it was in case you need this stuff. And so I pop, I immediately pop those ibuprofen and I call my husband and I'm like in excruciating pain and I'm like, honey, I think I broke my ankle. And he goes, what? And I'm like, I think I broke my ankle. And he's like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I have to do this wedding. And there's like no other option. So I'm like, I'm crying. I'm in a lot of pain. I have to leave in like now 10 minutes. And he, so we're going through like, okay, how can I help you? So he's like, I'm going to get the kids in the car. I'm going to go get you um, an ACE wrap medicine, whatever else you need. I'm going to drive it to you. I'm like, okay, great. That sounds freaking phenomenal. You're amazing. Love you. XOXO gossip girl. And so I'm like just freaking out. Cause I'm like, I don't know what to do. I am literally in so much pain. I don't know how I'm supposed to do this, but I have to do it. I have to freaking figure out how I'm going to do it. Right. So I hang up with my husband. I'm sitting there internally freaking out, trying not to cry because like, I'm like just in a whirlwind at this point. And so I FaceTime my sister, not that my sister knows what to do. Like, what is she going to do? This poor soul. And I'm like, Rachel, I think I just broke my ankle. And because I'm thinking like, also, not only do I have to do this wedding, I'm supposed to freaking get on a plane and leave in like five days for my bachelorette. So I call her and she's like, no. And I'm like, yes. And I'm like crying because it hurts so bad. And she's like, I don't know how to help you. And I'm like, I don't know how to help myself either. So my friend Allie, who helped second shoot and assist me on wedding day, she was going to cancel her nail appointment to come. But then I'm like, no, no, I have Haley coming who second shoot, who's the second shooter for me for the, for Michelle and Gabby's wedding day. And I'm like, no, no, she's going to be here. She can help me. Everything's going to be fine, but I need something to stabilize my ankle because it hurts really bad. So Rachel and my sister, Rachel, God bless her, ended up driving about an hour or so to bring me two different ACE wraps, Tylenol and ibuprofen. So I'm like, okay, I'm like, I have to just get in the car and drive. Mind you, this was my driving foot. <laughs> 
This was my right foot that goes on the gas pedal and brakes. So I am driving like a freaking snail back to the venue because that's where I'm headed. And I'm like just trying to like talk myself off a ledge. I'm like, okay, everything's going to be fine. I have a I have a game plan. I'm showing up. I'm doing it. I'm just going to like I'm just going to power through it. The pain's going to be what it is. But, you know, whatever. So I do the wedding day, friends. I get through the wedding day. My sister drove, brought me the things that I needed. I think I was working on mainly adrenaline for the first four hours, but I am so proud of the portraits that I was still able to give Michelle and Gabby because I was mortified thinking that they were going to think I was so unprofessional for showing up limping throughout their entire wedding day. So I'm like, as much as I'm in pain, I'm also still trying to have fun and pump up the party because I don't want them to think that this is going to hinder their wedding day at all. Like that is my worst nightmare. Of course, you know, hindsight, it's better I showed up than not at all. And again, I like sprained ankle, whatever. I'm showing up no matter what. Uh, And I'm just, I'm glad it wasn't my arm. I'm glad it wasn't my wrist. Like silver lining, I was still able to walk. It hurt. My leg was the size of a balloon by the time I got home. But I still had one of the best weddings I think I've ever photographed. I am so jazzed about it. I can't wait to edit the sneak peeks. Oh my gosh, the sneak peeks were glorious. So yeah, that was my weekend. I photographed a eight hour wedding day with a massively sprained ankle. I did get an x-ray. There's no breaks or nothing. It's just a really bad sprain. Um, And it's actually a few days later, it's still very swollen, Um, but it actually feels a lot better. And I got some range of motion back. So yeah, that was my weekend. How was yours? I'm sorry if that was like a really long drawn out story that nobody cares about, but I feel really good and proud of myself for pushing through the pain in that scenario because you know, if you've ever hurt yourself in that kind of instance, like rolled an ankle or something, you know how bad it hurts. And then, you know, not being able to put it up and ice it and rest it. But oh my gosh, Gabby and Michelle were amazing. Their whole friends and family were amazing. The venue owners, you know, during dinner got ice for and let me put up my legs. So it ended up working out. It was a long day, but it ended up, it was long, but it was fast. I don't know. It was crazy. So that was my weekend. Now let's get into the wedding nightmares. So I didn't think I was going to end up having these. And I don't know why, because nightmares can literally happen for no reason at all. But some of the ones that Kaylee originally shared with me were like, they were, I'm like, that is very interesting. I wonder where those stemmed from, like what you were thinking before bed to cause these kind of dreams. I had a dream shortly after her and I talked and I wish I had written down the details because I thought I would remember, but as time has passed, I can't really remember too vividly. But what I do remember is I was photographing a wedding and it was, it was weird. It was like, I think it was for my wedding, but I was photographing another wedding. And when I was photographing the ceremony, everyone started like dancing and leaving the ceremony site. And so I had to follow them. And when I came back, some of my gear was switched out for really cheap stuff. And somebody had stolen like a bunch of my stuff. And like, that was so weird. And then, so like that was one dream. And then I had another nightmare, which this seems very obvious for me to dream this, that Jen, my photographer didn't show up when she would she's like me. She would have to have a big reason not to show up. But, um, I had a dream that she didn't show up and I was like trying to take my own photos and like she, then she did show up and she didn't have the shot list or something like that. I don't know the most dumbest things in the world, but yeah, it started happening to me. So I put a poll up on my Instagram and some of these are funny. So, um, Emma says, Oh, Emma says that, um, she's, she dreamed that I planned none of it and had no choice and then just showed up and it was miserable. And my wedding is over two years away. Can you imagine just showing up on your wedding day for real and you have had no control over it, no idea what's going on, and it was just like a shit experience? 
Like that would obviously never happen, but like imagine just, I wonder if that has happened with planners where like people just put their full throttle trust in the planner's hands and you just show up hoping that whatever you gave for vague vision just kind of came to life and like, what if it didn't though? That would be really, really shitty. Renee says, I had a dream that I put the wrong dates on the invitations and no one showed up. That is a literal fear of mine. So when I did my save the dates, and I did my invitations, I went over it a million bajillion times. And the reason for me, I was so concerned about the date is because our actual wedding anniversary, because we've been married for five years, is September 25th, but we're getting married or we're having our wedding on September 24th. So one day before our actual already established anniversary. And when we first started planning, I had accidentally sent 925-22 over to, I think, one vendor. Um, and I quickly corrected. I was like, no, 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 I'm sorry, 924-22. So I have 925 in my head because that's our actual already established anniversary. And then 924 is the day that we're having our actual wedding because we haven't had one yet. So that is a legitimate fear of mine. And if I had a dream about that, I'd probably wake up screaming and crying because I can literally picture that being something that I did wrong. Um, let's see. Another one says, I had one that none of my vendors, including my planner, showed up. That, is, like, I know this actually happens to people where they have certain vendors on their wedding day not show up, but to not have any show up, that would never, ever happen. Like, realistically, like, you would have to have, like Renee said, sent out the wrong dates and everybody showed up on the wrong date. You meant maybe like May 15th, but you accidentally wrote May 16th. So everyone's showing up on May 16th, but you're the only one showing up on May 15th. Maybe something like that. But yeah, that would be no bueno. Um, so Leah and Cody had their wedding on uh, the 14th. So almost it was a week, a week and two days ago. And Leah submitted this before they actually had their wedding. Uh, Leah says... She found a dirty diaper near the fireplace. That would probably be something that actually happens at my wedding because I have a child who wears diapers. <laughs> so if we had a fireplace at our wedding, that probably would actually be a thing. I would. I have a bad habit of in the middle of the night when we do diaper changes, even though I have a diaper genie like a f five feet from me, I have a habit of just like wrapping it up and tossing it to the side because I'm so tired. My eyes are barely open. And my main priority is making sure that this child doesn't like A, shit or piss on my bed, and B, not roll off while my eyes are like half asleep. So that would probably be something that actually happens at my wedding. Um, we don't have a fireplace though, so hopefully no worries there. Uh, but Leah also said that she has nightmares of her teeth falling out. That is an actual legitimately like actual thing. I have, so what happens with me is when I get super, super stressed and it's probably gonna start happening now that I'm talking about it. But when I get super, super stressed, especially at the beginning of wedding season or when I'm going through major life events, I have constant dreams that my teeth are falling out. And that is a legitimate thing. You can Google this when people are stressed in real life it manifests in your dreams that your teeth are like it. I don't know if manifest is the right word, but like the reaction subconsciously when you dream is that your teeth are falling out. And that is a like sign that you're stressed in real life IRL. So that doesn't surprise me. I am probably going to be having nightmares every single second that my teeth are falling out, like nap time, teeth falling out, dreams at night, teeth falling out, that kind of stuff, because you know, stress level gets high when you're planning a wedding. Uh, Katie says, oh my God, so many. Like I show up and nothing has been done. Yeah, again, like I said on previous episodes, that is why you hire a coordinator or a planner. 
You know what I mean? You don't want to show up on your wedding day and have nothing done and then have to stress about it. So if you just hire a coordinator, hopefully those nightmares won't happen. You know? You know, you're with me. Someone else says, getting to the venue and none of my equipment has been charged. Yes, this happens at the beginning of all my wedding seasons. I I should probably like write down the dates that this happens because I'm, I'm not kidding you. I have had countless dreams where I show up to the wrong venue or I literally have one memory card for the entire day, which I shoot on two cards at one time. So automatically right there, I'm screwed. <laughs> and I have a bazillion memory cards or I dream that I only have one battery or my camera is like melted. I've had a, I've had a dream that my camera's melted. I don't know. So yeah, as a photographer, it doesn't surprise me when I read these. I actually think the person who submitted this is a videographer, but same idea that I still have dreams like that every now and then, but mostly it happens to me when I start back on wedding season after having like a break of you know, five, four, six months off and I'm starting to get back in the swing of things. That's when I mostly have those. Haley says, oh, <laughs> Haley said you couldn't find us and went home to New Hampshire before I could get a hold of you. Can you imagine if I <laughs> just showed up or I went to go show up and I couldn't get a hold of my couple or find them or something and I was just like, meh, fuck it. I'll just turn around and go home. Mind you, the person who wrote this in, Haley, she's the biggest sweetheart ever. I love her. Haley is about three hours from home. I wouldn't just drive three hours and then turn around and be like, oh, I can't find him. So, you know, screw it. Let's go back. I'll, I'll catch up, catch up with him later. I ended up messaging her and she's like, I would ne I know that would never happen. And it, it would never happen. But what's funny is that where she lives up in Northern Vermont, I actually did have spot like spotty service. And when I went, so what I try to do is when I'm far away or I'm going to a wedding far away, I always try to visit the venue or reception space before I start for the day if they're not getting ready like on site and so I did that and when I was texting her like oh I just want to make sure this is the right place because when I pulled up it wasn't obvious that that was where the wedding was going to happen inside it was a big like industrial building and so I was like well I can't get a hold of her so I'm just going to walk in and see if it is the wedding and it was the door was unlocked I'm like hopefully I'm not like going to trip on an alarm or anything but I remember being at the reception space and I think what happened was I had service, but when I texted Haley, none of it was going through. So I was like, oh, she doesn't have service to confirm with me if I'm in the right spot. So hopefully when I land in the right spot, she'll like, she'll be there. So it's funny that she had that dream and I kind of sort of couldn't get a hold of her, but um, it ended up being fine. We photographed the whole wedding day. That didn't happen. Haley also said another was that Ryan wanted us to go home after the meal because he wanted to drink beer and boxer. <laughs> So what's also funny is that during Ryan and Haley's engagement session, we did it on a Sunday because I was already in the area after photographing a wedding on the Saturday of that weekend. So because I was kind of in the same area three hours from home, I was like, why don't we double up and I'll just stay an extra night at my hotel and I'll come do your engagement session since I'm already going to be up here this way for a wedding. So we that's what we planned for. And I remember distinctly being at their engagement session and she was like, you know, I'm really surprised that Ryan's even here having fun right now because normally they're just for, uh, I think she said like footballs or like relaxing and he doesn't like to leave the house. So, you know, kudos to Ryan for having his engagement session on a Sunday and being able to get it, you know, change out of his boxers and hold the beer so that we could do those pictures. Their wedding was on a Saturday though. So, um, but that's funny. I can totally picture him being like, all right, that's enough fun for me. I'm going to go home now and relax. Cause he's, he's just such a nonchalant guy. I love it. Let's see. Jordan says, 
Tripping down the aisle. Yeah, I'm not kidding you. I am deathly afraid that that's going to happen actually on my wedding day. Case in point, I'm the biggest klutz in the freaking universe. I, if I, listen, I think the universe is trying to tell me something. I don't know what that something is. I need to make it to my wedding day without anything extra happening. So like bummer in the summer that my ankle was sprained right before my bachelorette week, weekend, whatever you want to call it. But good news is it should be healed in time for the wedding. Hopefully I just need nothing else to go wrong at this point. However, on the wedding day, I will not be surprised if I trip down the aisle because A, I never wear dresses. So when I do wear dresses, I'm not like aware of like all the poofy and fluffy stuff that goes on around me. And I also am wearing like very short heels because I want to slay the day. And I don't normally walk in those kinds of shoes and I'm going to be nervous and probably hysterical going down the aisle because I'm just so nervous but excited at the same time that this is finally happening and i so i can picture myself tripping down the aisle it probably will happen stay tuned for that i'll update you on a same kind of note while we're talking about the aisle kaylee also submitted um she had a dream that her dress fell off while walking down the aisle that would be not good i don't think i've ever heard of that happening and rest assured kaylee your dress probably won't fall off your body as you're walking down the aisle because it's going to be altered and fitted to you so just keep that in mind if you have any more of those dreams it's not real we're not putting that into the universe you know Haley, um, no, not Haley. Sorry, read the wrong one. Kaylee says, oh, so this is one that she talked about with me during her, uh, our meeting a couple of weeks ago. She said, I had a dream that our, that during my reception, the venue got raided by the FBI. Can you imagine? I'm sure that has actually happened. Like for real, I am sure somewhere, someplace on this planet, someone was having a wedding. And for some reason, the FBI was like, freeze. There's a criminal in here and busted through the corridors and took over with their laser beams on their guns or whatever, trying to find this criminal. And it's funny because we were talking about it and I'm like, you know, it could happen, I guess, but like, probably not, probably not. That probably wasn't very helpful, but I can totally picture Kaylee just having constant dreams of her venue being raided by the FBI because why not? Why not? You know? Um, Stephanie says a family member showing up that wasn't invited, didn't want to be there. Okay, girly, let me tell you something that has happened at a wedding I photographed before. I'm not going to say who it was, but all I'm going to say is we were in the middle of getting ready to do a father daughter, uh, first look and a member of the groom's party who I believe was supposed to be in the wedding party. If I recall correctly, bailed on the wedding party duties like it said nah i'm not gonna be in the wedding party and then nah i'm not even coming to the wedding which in turn created beef and bad blood between said groomsman and groom for uh my couple's wedding day so as far as we know dude wasn't coming um and there was some you know tension and whatever regarding that and during we were getting ready to do the first look between my bride and her dad and dude shows up unannounced, uninvited, unaccounted for. And my bride was like starting to get very upset about it. Rightfully so. Somebody came over and was like, Hey, just so you know, dude's here. And she was like, dude's not supposed to be here. And I'm standing there like, why is dude here? What's the dude, what's the dude's issue? And so they gave me the lowdown and I'm like, okay, well, this is what we're going to do. You know, we're just going to go about our business. We're just going to take the photos. And this person and this person is going to make sure this man leaves, dude leaves. So it ended up being fine, but that is a thing. And you want to know what's crazy, right? With RSVPs. I don't feel like people understand that RSVPs 
are important. And, you know, it's it's always going to be a thing where you're going to have to chase down some people, a few people, a good amount of people, whatever. Um, but it's the people who say they're not supposed to be coming or or like they declined coming or the people who clearly didn't get an invite, but they happen to know about the wedding. The if those people show up, man, that is a rotten time rotten rotten double rotten that is just not fun i have seen it happen before that sucks because that's like could be such a realistic nightmare that you have um and it could come true it's not like your um teeth falling out or your dress falling down the aisle but um yeah i've seen that happen before unfortunately which really sucks because you don't want anybody at your wedding that wasn't invited or you don't want there um but sometimes people throw a funny at you so yeah that is what i have i'm reading through all of them and it's just so funny to me the teeth falling out is just so relatable because that literally happens to me all the time but yeah that's what i have quick little episode nothing too crazy i still talk um all y'all's ears off and it ended up being a half hour episode but that is what i have for this week i am going to be hopping on a plane in a few days when this airs i will not be working so there i am really bad at social media on my weekends are for weddings podcast instagram i am hoping to really change that as my season kind of shifts and after my wedding i'm not kidding you my to-do list if i'm looking at my calendar right now i don't have any free days (laughs) Actually, that's not true. September 2nd, I have a free day, but that's like a chill day because I'm going to end up having probably 17 more mental breakdowns between now and the wedding. Just trying to make sure everything's planned correctly. Um, Being a bride is like not, I don't think being a bride's really my strong suit. I am much better being on the vendor side of things, but I'm I'm just going to roll with it and I'm going to try my hardest to not work on my Vegas trip. So I am probably not going to be promoting this episode this week. I think that happened like two weeks ago on episode seven, but any hoozles, that is my crazy update from last weekend. I am a klutz and then we had some nightmare stories. So let me know what you think. Leave me a five star rating. Should you so feel like it? Leave me some comments and I will see you guys on the flip side. Stick with me.